may not look like much. Got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. You know, we didn't do that in our last episode. We did not introduce ourselves. In case you forgot, <laughs> in case you forgot, I'm John, that's Josh, and this yeah. is the Millennial Falcon. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Falcon um, today on the podcast, what are we doing, John? We are, I'm very excited about this. We are going to talk about the Clone Wars movie, the animated movie. The movie. Yeah. So if you'd like to pause and go ahead and watch the movie, you can. Uh, it's Clone Wars, the animated movie. So it's not Attack of the Clones. It's not the show. This came out before the show, 2008, I believe. Is when this came out. Um, so this was before. Hang on. This was before the Clone Wars show. I'm pretty certain. Huh? Let wow. me do a quick Google check to make sure I'm not lying to everybody. Because if it did, they they had a much higher budget for the animation than it seems like. Because it was. Oh, good. they definitely did. It was good. Not to say like the shows, even the earlier episodes that we've that we've watched, like the season one episode we watched, it had good animation still. I didn't hate it. It was still good. Yep, came out two months before the oh. series kicked off. Wow. So, so yeah, yeah, movie came, movie came out first. Yeah. So if you want to pause and come back and watch along with us, and then come and join us again. Yeah. Um, all right. So, for all of you who have seen this movie, um, if you haven't just literally watched it, uh, let me give you a really quick little kind of recap of what this movie is even about. Um, so, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, is a 2008 animated feature film directed by Dave Filoni and executive producer George Lucas. Um, as well, is the first animated film ever made for Star Wars franchise. Here's the plot. <laughs> Continue. Do you like my recap voice? I love it. Okay. The plot. You know what? I should really try to do the Clone Wars guy's voice that does all of the recaps at the beginning of the movies. It's like, trouble on synopsis. I don't know the how to Jedi do the guy's voice. The Jedi have found themselves outflanked by members of the Separatist army. Yeah, we both suck at that voice. No. Um, <laughs> suck eggs. <laughs> all right. Uh, the plot focuses on a struggle between the Galactic Republic and the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Each vying for Jabba the Hutt's permission to use Hutt's space Hutt's spaces trade routes. That's a weird way to phrase that. I feel like it should Wikipedia. just be Hutt's trade routes. Yeah, uh, permission to use Hutt's. Why does it say Hutt's spaces? That doesn't make any sense. To space use Hutt's trade space route? trade routes. Um, in an attempt to gain Jabba's favor, the Sith Lord Separatist leader Count Dooku kidnaps Jabba's son Rhoda. Is it Rada or Rhoda? Ooh, that's a spoiler. You don't know um, that right away. Well, yeah, I guess it is a little bit more. It's part of the description. Uh, in hopes of framing the Republic's Jedi Order as the true captors. Ba -ba -ba -ba. All right, so that's basically the quick yeah. version. Uh, that about sums it up, yeah. not giving too much away. Yeah, it about sums it up. Although there is one very good detail you could add to that description. What's that? Anakin gets a Padawan. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a huge 
part. So this is the introduction of Ahsoka. And he's got a Padawan. I wrote a bunch of hearts after that. Ahsoka, Tano, introduction, heart, 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 heart. Ahsoka's like one of your favorite characters. Oh, I love her. Or is she your favorite? Ahsoka, wow. I did not just mispronounce her name. And I did not just mispronounce, mispronounce. We're doing great. Oh We're doing my great. Guys. We're doing great. All right. Lord help us all. Okay. <laughs> Ahsoka Tano is my favorite Star Wars character of all time. I love this character. You are giving me some serious looks right now. <laughs> no, sorry. I just got the giggles. Um now, that being said, she sucks in this movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I liked her in this movie. It's a great introduction for a character to me. Okay, sucks is a hard word. She's not her best. You know what? That's a better way to say it. She is not her best. Well, she gets better. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, she gets so much better. Um, yeah, like she, like it's funny because um, I can't remember where I saw this, but it was some kind of like behind the scenes interview thing or something about like uh, the Clone Wars as like the show. And they're talking about how when Ahsoka gets introduced in this movie, um, she's wearing like a tube top and she's a little kid. Yeah. It's really weird. Yep. It's I thought weird, the same thing. It's a weird choice and stuff to have a youngling, like child, wear a tube top for a kid's movie kind of a thing. And I remember them commenting about that because they change her outfit, I think, in season three, I think. She or maybe maybe partway through season two, um, she finally gets a different outfit, um, and it is much needed. Um, she actually has several different like costumes over the course of the series, um, but yeah, she's an amazing character. I I love her her story arc, her development and stuff. But here's my logistics yeah. question: Now that you brought this up, mm-hmm. do they just have like in the Star Wars universe? Is it just you just have? Multiple pairs of the same clothes, so you never need to change your style. <laughs> like, how many black robes does Anakin yeah, have? Yeah, that's funny. Eh? Um, I think that's just an animation trope. Like, I just thought it would be funny. That that's is all. funny. <laughs> yeah, when you're watching animated films, so often the characters just wear the same thing over and over and over again. That is funny. I never really thought about that actually. <laughs> um, they just never wash their clothes. That's what happens. A nice. true Jedi uses the Force to clean their outfits. Force clean. Uh, force clean. <laughs> Mr. Force. So, um, I should have had some like of the story beats actually written down. Do you remember how this movie starts? Oh, um, so... They're oh man, how am I blanking on this? So they're in the middle of a battle, and then, um, oh, they're the Separatist army retreats, and then uh, Obi Wan gets a message that there's a ship that's going to bring them bring them a new Padawan, or there's a ship that's coming, and there's a there's a a Padawan that Obi Wan had requested a new Padawan, right? So then there's so Ahsoka's on the ship, and it turns out. She's actually been assigned to be Anakin's Padawan. And Anakin's like, I don't want a Padawan. You'll just slow me down. Like, I don't need this. And I'm pretty sure at the end of the movie, they kind of reveal, like, oh, this was the plan all along to try to get Anakin Mm -hmm. to to have the new uh, Padawan. It wasn't Obi-Wan's. And I Um, I, I love that. I love, like, it's been done so many. That plot has been done so many times. It's like, 
I love that how quick it went from like I don't want you around to like oh you're gonna be no you're gonna be good yeah I'm just like okay I'll take you like I love it when he's like you would never survive as Obi Wan's Padawan but you just might do okay as mine yeah yeah something along that's that's that's, I think that's something along that yeah but you no but you just might make it as mine is what he says oh yeah yeah I think you're right um so if you watched the last few episodes that we actually started the Clone Wars rewatch with so like season. Two episodes, 16, season three, or season one, one episode 16. Uh, those two episodes and the first kind of like, I don't know, third of this movie uh, take place on the planet Christophsis. Um, so it's it's very much, which is why those two episodes you got to watch first, mm-hmm. um, because it kind of just takes place on this planet. So yeah, they're trying to uh, take out all the droids and stuff, and uh, they have to retreat, like John said. And basically, you have to find a way to take down yeah. these shields. So they got this big. The second act of that fight was that fight sequence was great. Like it was. the battle sequence when they with the uh, the shield and everything and how they take mm-hmm. down it was a that was a great sequence. It was fun. I also really like how like so basically Anakin and Ahsoka um, go off on their own and they are going to try to get behind enemy, enemy lines uh, like through the shield to try to take out the shield. That's kind of what they're trying to do. And then um, Obi-Wan and I think Captain Rex, possibly, I think it's Captain Rex, uh, and the rest of the clones are basically going to try to take out the army with their cannons and stuff. Um, It's so funny how they get through and stuff. They end up having to, like, hide under a box (laughs) on on the bridge or whatever. And then the the shield just kind of goes over top of them and all the soldiers. I had a question because that happens with Obi-Wan, too. Yeah. Are they able to cross through the shield, or do they have to kind of hide until they're? So with because that doesn't that never that didn't make sense to me how they were just like oh we're just on the other side of our your enemy shield now, but you can't shoot through it. No, you can't shoot through it. So so is it just only like the the blaster that can't get through? Yeah. So most types of shields in the Star Wars universe, um, it only blocks blaster fire. Mm. Most there's other types of shields too. I think it's ray shield, or no, this one's not ray shield. This is really nerdy, but <laughs> that leads me to another question. Hmm. So what are the little the rolly the rolly droids? Uh, droid cars. Yeah, they have their shield. So if you're saying mm-hmm. if you can get close enough, you can just la- hit them with your lightsaber and they'll die anyway. No, they do that. No, no, okay. it deflects it. So the, their shield will deflect a laser. Oh, or a lightsaber. Okay. Sorry. No. But they don't have their shield on when they're rolling. Yes. Okay. So that's yes. how they get them. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Basically, uh, you can – in most types of shields in the Star Wars universe, you can just walk through them. So you can walk through the shields. There is some types you can't. But they can walk through the shields. It's just basically like blasters and projectiles and stuff like that can't get through. Um, so that's why they have it because, yeah, the yeah. blasters can't get through. Um, but, yeah, they get behind enemy lines. Um and they essentially just go and take out the shield take generators the shield and stuff generators. and encounter some trouble along the way. Yep. That's basically the entire movie can be summed up in trying to accomplish the mission and have trouble along the way. <laughs> That's basically a really general way to put yeah. it. Um Yeah, you have any like thoughts about kind of the first part of the movie that's like on Christophsis? Um Yeah, like 
one this is another one where I'm like I went from like the movies where I'm like man Anakin is so badly portrayed in these in like the Clone Wars I love Anakin's character oh Anakin's so good they're so good and Ahsoka is just a really good match for him mm-hmm. I didn't like you'd mentioned Ahsoka a bunch but I didn't know that sorry I moved right a little bit I didn't know that she was going to be his Padawan until I started watching this oh movie. really hmm. and I'm like that is such a good fit yeah and I'm really I'm very excited to see what like her character ends up being fleshed out to be because I feel like in this one she's just kind of like a little like I assume she's probably like around 12 13 like a preteen young teen t- kind of girl yeah I actually don't know how old she's supposed to be like in different alien races kind of age yeah. differently and stuff too so I don't even know where all that comes into but play but her character they play her like she's kind of like a young girl yeah she's like a like she's a learning teenager kind but, of thing like Maybe it's just me seeing it, but she already has, like, a ton of potential to be, like, a really, really good Jedi. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Like, I mean, in the Star Wars universe, younglings, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last time, but, mm-hmm. like, they're trained from, like, toddler yeah. age and, and up. Every time we bring so. up younglings, I just get a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid Order 66. Uh, so one of my favorite parts uh, in this movie, and, and I mean, maybe not, like, my favorite part, but it's a funny part of the movie is uh, on Kristoff's still. So so Obi-Wan is talking with the general of the droid army, and they have to negotiate the terms of surrender. That is hilarious. Like, that I just, is really funny. I love that part. Like He uses the force and brings a table over. He's like, oh, could we get some refreshments and all this stuff? And and he's like, I oh, that, I admire I love that the you. guy just agrees. He's like, yeah, let's get some, let's get some drinks over here. Let's do <laughs> yeah, this. It's hilarious. And the funny thing is that they'd even really have like refreshments just on hand because no. they're all droids other than that guy, uh, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and, and it's, oh man, it's just funny. Cause they're, uh, he's saying like, oh, I've been an admirer of, of your work and, and stuff. It's like, oh, I've been an admirer of yours too. Kind of a thing. It's, it's just, it's really funny. It's funny. <laughs> um, great, also great distraction tactic. I don't know if we talked about this in the last few episodes we reviewed, but the droids, in Clone Wars, have a sense of humor. And oh, they're funny. They're funny. They're funny. It's so funny because in the movies, they don't do this. But it's just kind of one of those things where in the cartoons, they do it. It's hilarious. I, I love the scene where they're climbing up yeah. the mountain or like the cliff, rather. They're climbing up the cliff and um, the droid's like, it's like, fire. He's like, well, what if it's one of ours <laughs> and stuff? And it's like, just fire anyway. Uh, I can't remember the exact words. Or attack. Um but it's just so funny. There's all these scenes, and like they fall off the cliff, and they start screaming and stuff. It's like ah, and they fall. It's just yeah. it's so funny because they're yeah. the 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 animated ones so far are they have a lot more humor than the movies do. Oh yeah, they're really like the, there's some really funny moments. There is yeah. There's a lot of comedy. Oh, another comment I had about this part. Uh, is it in this part of the movie that they get with Ventress, or is it after they leave Christophsis? I can't remember. I think they leave. I think it's after, yeah. Okay. I mean, I just saw this a couple of days ago, but now I'm drawing a, yeah, drawing some blanks. It was a couple of weeks ago for me at this point that I saw this. Yeah. I'm going to try to start watching the episodes closer to when we actually yeah. talk about it so it's more fresh in my mind. But um, I – and we did talk about this aspect of the, the show in the last time that Obi-Wan and Ventress mm-hmm. get together. But I love their cheesy banter. I know yeah. it's cheesy. It is very cheesy. But I've always just loved the relationship of Ventress and Obi-Wan, how they're always like kind of like flirting with each other a little bit and stuff. I didn't catch up. I didn't pick on the pick up the flirtiness, but 
don't know. They just have that like flirt, flirtatious yeah. banter and stuff yeah. all the time, and it's just funny. I I always love it. Um, also, Ventress has really cool sabers. Yeah, dude. no. She's, like in this one, this movie specifically, like she can uh, split it from like a duel, uh, like or kind of like a Darth Maul style saber, mm-hmm. and then she could break them apart, dual wielding, and like dual wield it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just really cool. Yeah. I love like the akimbo lightsabers. I think it was on Christosis where they find this little like the ship that they use to to leave Christosis. I think mm-hmm. I love when. Um, uh, when Anakin says, "Look like we'll have to take this bucket of bolts all the way to Tatooine," and I'm like, "That's a nice little, little nod to uh, the millennial, the millennium, huh, millennium Falcon and Han Solo." Oh, I love that. That yeah. was really funny. They that have a funny. few little moments of homages that they pay to the other movies and stuff. It's oh, really yeah, funny. That'll keep happening for sure. Like uh, when as, when uh, on Tatooine, when Anakin and Ahsoka are walking, and she's kind of like. Well, she's been asking him about his past and why why he has so much, like, his history on his home planet. And he doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, okay, fine. We don't have to talk about your past. Let's talk about the sand. And I'm like, ha, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. The one, th- the two things Anakin doesn't want to talk about. Yep. Like, for me, this movie, like, I, I got to say, the first time I seen this movie, I really didn't like it that much. And, uh, like, I've probably seen it, like, I started three it times. twice before I actually committed to finishing it. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I, I've probably seen this movie like three times now, and the the last time I just watched it like a couple weeks ago, I gotta say it is a lot better of a movie than I remember it being. But there is parts of this movie that are just stupid, like, that I don't like at all. <laughs> um, like the the story arc of them like grabbing Stinky, like uh, which is like Jabba's kid. That's what Ahsoka nickname. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the kid now, but. Um, they nicknamed the kid Stinky and stuff. That whole part of the movie is a little, like, I don't know. It kind of falls a little flat for me. Like, there's a couple cool fight scenes throughout that. Um, oh, before that scene, too. Like, just the scene where they're, where uh, Anakin and Ahsoka are, like, racing to see who can get to the top first. Mm-hmm. That scene's really cool. That is a That's good a scene. That's a really fun scene. I like it, – it, it's very true to Anakin, and it's mm-hmm. and it, like, brings – it plays a lot into Soka's character, like yeah. who she's going to be. That they're very competitive. Yes, right yes. off the bat. Yeah, you really get and to see. Her I, I, love personality. I love that Anakin. I love. I love Anakin's idea. Idea here is like, oh, I'm supposed to train this person. I'm going to beat you. Yes, this, this is a contest now. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. Yeah. I'm not going to train you. I'm just going to show you how much better I am than you. There's a common training tactic. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, the next part of the movie, basically, they go. Leave the planet. They go look uh, for Jabba's son uh, so that they can basically use saving yeah. his son as a way to get on Jabba's to good side to gain with, favor gain and favor use their trade the, routes the and stuff. And then uh, Dooku uh, basically sends Ventress. Yeah. That's what happens. He sends Ventress to try to steal the baby uh, and stuff and basically blame it on frame the Jedi. Jedi. Frame the Jedi, yeah. Maybe you felt the same way. I felt like this movie dragged a bit. Like this could have been a way. This could have been. I feel like this could have been just a two-parter episodes mm-hmm. for a show. Act one was good. Yeah, I enjoyed and Act it, one. It dragged a bit, but then the ending was again like really good. Yeah, Act two was slow and a little boring. Act three had parts of it that were good. I, I really dislike the character Zero, a lot. Yeah, I didn't care for him. The uncle. So he's he's um, Jabba's uncle, and she actually or he keeps saying she or he. It sounds like a woman's voice, but he's supposed to be a guy, <laughs> um, like Zero Zero the Hut. 
who and he's on um uh what's the planet tattooing no no he's uh, on coruscant coruscant that's it um so yeah he's on coruscant and he's secretly been the one who was working with dooku mm-hmm. to kind of make all this stuff happen right? yeah um yeah so i don't like that character i didn't like him because jabba is like he's intimidating and he's got like his goons and he's like like you know there's some weight behind him yes. like he's like he's a oh i don't know if he's supposed to be like a a crime boss or warlord or whatever Basically. but he's like yeah he's a bad dude and yeah with zero you kind of get like how is this guy in charge like he just seems like kind of like a schmuck mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's 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 just so weird <laughs> he's so weird yeah. and like amidala is there uh or padme amidala uh is they're trying to that i also had had issues with because if it was like if he's literally like oh this person is like messing with my plan why didn't he just shoot her he could have just killed her like that the whole thing like i don't know well she is a senator so i mean i guess there is this whole thing or just like that would attract a lot of bad attention and stuff it's not really something you want well they say that too like why don't we just kill her kind of thing no but yeah and i think that that's what they bring up she's like well she's a senator and i think they ended up trying to do that <laughs> they were about to but she escaped yeah yeah. Um, I, yeah like i said i feel like this the middle of this movie kind of dragged yeah like i really don't have a lot of comments at all like most of my comments are on the first part of this movie and stuff like the rest of the movie just wasn't awesome like it was fine i have more to say about like not about the plot but i have mm-hmm. more like i'll read you something else dooku's the the voice actor who did dooku Corey burton Sounds spot on, like a match oh, yeah. to the way Christopher Lee, who played him in in Attack Doesn't of the Clones, played him. Yeah, like sounds he sounds so like the same person. Yeah. So does um, I forget the name now, but the person in the beginning, Mace Windu's in the only really in the beginning of this movie. He sounds exactly like Samuel Jackson, but I know he's not hmm. Samuel Jackson. I could say the same for him and Obi Wan as well. Like the character, the voice actor for Obi Wan yeah. sounds so much like Ewan McGregor. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, oh, I had Which also guessing. makes me really glad that Anakin sounds different because I just really I didn't like Hayden Christensen's yeah. way of playing him. James Taylor is the is the name of the guy who plays Obi Wan. Hmm. Um, oh, one comment I wanted to make is just kind of an interesting like plot thing to think about in in the middle of the movie when they're actually going back to Tatooine and stuff to actually look for Jabba's son and all that. Um, that's the first time Anakin has been back to Tatooine since his mom died. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to think oh, about. Oh, yeah. So this would this would have been hard for him. Like Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, and you can see it. They actually did a good job at kind of like showing his like like it's like uh, I'm not kind of happy tension. about yeah, the tension. Mm-hmm. Like he's like I don't really exactly want to be here kind of a thing and stuff. So that definitely would have brought up a lot of really hard memories. Mm-hmm. And stuff for him and stuff being back on Tatooine. Um, so, yeah, that, I found that that was interesting to think about. I kind of don't have any more notes. I'm just kind of looking over. I don't have over. anything else either. I'm kind of reviewing my ratings and I'm going to, uncha- I'm changing. Yeah. So, like, the movie was fine. Like, it's not it's not that it was bad or anything. It's just, uh, like you said, the middle kind of drags. Um, and, and, and honestly, it's kind of just forgettable a little bit. Like, even now, like, I only saw it, I saw it probably, like, around two weeks ago, and I'm really having trouble recalling even some of how this movie ends. They're on uh, their way to the town, to, to Jabba's headquarters to return his son. Um, 
Dooku, so the, her, Ahsoka and Anakin separate. Dooku runs into Anakin, and they have a they have a really good fight sequence for Anakin and and Dooku. Yes, they do. That was a good. Um, one. Meanwhile, Ahsoka is like fending off three do- three three doids, three droids. <laughs> uh, she's the one who has Jabba's son. I forget his name. Stinky. Sure. Yeah, I just call him Stinky. Um, and so. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Anakin, Anakin gets to the temple first, and he's like, "What? My Padawan's not even here yet." And he's oh, about right, to, right, and right. So yeah, he's yeah, about yeah. to get killed. But in in like the final seconds, mm-hmm. she she comes in and is like, "Here's your kid." And yeah, Ahsoka has to hold her own against like three of yeah. those. Was it three? Three droids. Uh, yeah. Three of those. Um, man, I should know not the regular name. droids, but no, they're like the electric stick droids. I should really yeah. know what those guys are called. <laughs> That's a big Star Teslas. The Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she has to hold her own against those guys for a while, and she's struggling. Um, but yeah, then I, I'm remembering what happens now because I'm kind of skimming through the thumbnails of this. Um, but basically, yeah, they end the movie yeah. with them basically just returning Stinky, and that's kind of how it ends. So I thought I liked this a lot more, but now doing the review, I'm realizing, was it good? Yes. Did I enjoy it? Yes. But it just it wasn't it wasn't amazing yet. It wasn't that memorable. It wasn't amazing yet. Yeah, it really wasn't. Like, but having said this, I still enjoyed it and I liked the story. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And like you've said a bunch that they 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 get better, so I'm, yeah. I have high hopes. All right, let's just get into ratings. Yeah. So visual effects, animation. This one, like you mentioned, you noticed, uh, it's a lot better. Yeah. In this one uh, compared to the show. For VFX, um, I gave it eight. I gave it a seven. Yeah. So I thought it was a seven. It gets a lot better even from this. Um, in the future of the show? It just, even the started off, so the start of the movie, you see like ships flying around mm-hmm. and in the middle of the battle. Like that was brilliantly animated. I thought that was yeah. great. Like that was like, wow, it's starting off strong. Yeah, so. it, they had a much higher budget for the yeah. movie than they did for the first few seasons of the show. Um, and just like, you know, technology gets mm-hmm. better and better as they keep making the show too. Um, but yeah, I gave it 7 out of 10. It was pretty good. Um, story, plot... I just gave it a six out of ten. Same, six out of ten. Like, it was it was a very memorable plot. Like it's been done a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just kind of yeah. That was that was good. Like it, it was it, a good it, story. It, it was enjoyable. Um, acting, not so good. In yeah. my opinion, there's a lot of um, even Ahsoka herself. I kind of thought like yeah. there's a lot of moments where I was like, you know what, early Ahsoka. Wasn't the greatest actress at the time. She was she was kind of just still getting her footing. Like she gets really good in the series, but this movie specifically is it the is, same voice actress? Yep, same voice actress throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even in like later uh, introductions for Ahsoka and other shows and stuff, like it's the same voice actress. Um, but yeah, I thought not the best. I give it a four out of ten. There there was just a lot of lines for voice acting. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of lines that I was just thought was not very well done. Um, yeah. So, four out of 10 for me. I gave it a six. It was average for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sound design score. I brought this down. I thought the sound design was actually kind of not great in this one. I actually, you know what? I kind of liked it because there was like, I liked the, like, I liked the music. The jazz that played in some of the parts was really fun. I liked that. I like the electric guitar kind of feel in some of the 
like the flying sequence and the fight sequences. That's so funny because that's what I didn't like about it. Oh, I loved it. They like the electric guitar well, stuff. This is what we talked about in the other episode, in the last episode too. Like this is why I loved Mission Impossible Two was that I loved the the score, the electric guitar. Like it felt I loved dated that. to me, which yeah. it is dated. I, I mean, like that style though. So it's that's from two thousand eight. It just felt very un Star Warsy for me to all of a sudden be playing like rock music while they're doing this action scene. I'm a sucker for that. Like though, so any other Star Wars content you're going to see, there's basically never rock music playing. It just kind of felt strange to have just all of a sudden rock music, electric guitar mm-hmm. going on when they're like uh, scaling the cliff. Well, they did that a stuff. bit in, in um, episode two. It was different. It was more, it was more orchestra, orchestra. How do you say that? Um, Orchestral? Yeah, maybe that's the word. Orchestral. I, think so. I don't know. Because there's a lot other instrumentation going I feel like on that's there. The wrong word. Whereas this, it was literally just like a rock song. Yeah. It wasn't like a but symphony. I liked, it. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't a fan of that. It felt out of place. I gave it a me. seven. I gave it a four. I didn't really this like This is it. where we differ. I'm, I've, confession though, I've changed some of my reviewing now that we've talked about it a bit more. Hmm. So I'm like updating my scores now. Character development. Decent. Yeah. Yeah, I said 7 out of 10. Same, 7 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, you, you get to know, like, Soko was very, introduced very well, I yeah. felt like. Like, you really mm-hmm. do get a good sense of who she is, how she relates to Anakin, how, like, their relationship is starting and all that stuff. They develop that really well. Like, they're the main characters. Other than that, movie. there's really no development besides Anakin and Ahsoka. It's true. Like, you you maybe get, I mean, I, I guess you really don't get that much from Obi-Wan. You get a little bit. Um, you get it, to know his personality. So far in Clone Wars, Obi Wan's been a bit of a side character for a lot of it. He he kind of is. I mean, he's like the next closest character to Anakin and and Ahsoka for like the show. But you know, he doesn't have nearly as much screen time as them. He's kind of like a support. So. Definitely, that's a good way to say it. He's a supporting character for sure. Um, but yeah, seven out of ten. I thought it was good. Like there, there's definitely some characters that I would have liked to have more development on, like some of the clones, like Captain Rex and things like that. Yeah. But I know you get a lot of that later. It's just there is a lot of characters that are in this movie that you don't really have a good sense of who they are um, in the movie in itself. And you know, if you're gonna have a full hour and a half movie and stuff, it would be nice to have a little bit more connection to yeah. some of these characters but the main characters See, that's what i mean i feel like a dragon parts where like you could yeah. have added more more like side detail mm-hmm. and different like you can have more like dialogue scenes and stuff yeah but it just kind of dragged on some things for too long i think that was the fault yeah. now that i'm thinking about it it is always tough to like rate character development when you're talking about a series because it's like this episode may have not developed these specific characters but they already did all that in the previous episodes and stuff. Like when you think yeah. about Dooku, Dooku had all of his development in Attack of the Clones, the movie. Like mm-hmm. he had tons of development in that movie, but in this show, you don't really get that much from him. Like you get some. Like he's established. Like he's established already. Yeah, that's the way to say it. Like there's established characters. You can't really rate that. Yeah. Um, but, but I thought it was good. I thought it was 7 out of 10. What'd you rate it? Character development? 7 yeah. out of 10. Oh, you said that. I thought I said that already. You did. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, last but not least, script writing slash dialogue. I I thought we did dialogue. Oh, did we? Did we not? Maybe we didn't. Sounds that. No, we did acting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so dialogue, 
was low for me yeah. as well. <laughs> um, again, I just a lot of, of really cheese I kind of thought this movie ball. was just average. Yeah. Really. There's just a lot of cheese ball lines in this movie, like more so than a lot of the other stuff you get in Clone Wars. I gave it a 4 out of 10. I thought it was not good. Uh, the dialogue yeah. was, was a lot to be desired. 6 out of 10 for me. 6 out of 10. Okay. So I was just kind of... All right. I'm reconfiguring my score now. My rating. So my rating for Clone Wars, the animated movie, is 5.3. <laughs> Dude, um, so I realized I have voice acting, plot, and dialogue, both as sixes, and I want to change one of them because there's three sixes and I can't handle it. <laughs> Triple sixes, can't do no, it. No, just leave it. That's not actually... <laughs> I know, I just had to make a dumb joke. Because <laughs> of Jesus. Drum roll. What is John's rating for this movie? I told you I needed to change one of the sixes. My rating is 6.66. I want to change one so bad. I'm no, not no, done. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do so it. So it's 6.7 no, for me. It's 6.7 for you. Okay. No. So let me get my calculator out again. The average score. So the Millennial Falcon. The official Millennial official Falcon score. Millennial Falcon score. Drum roll. Is six. Even. <laughs> nice. So an even six out of ten for the Millennial Falcon review. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Yep. That sounds good. I was a little yeah. lower. You were. I feel like I'm genuinely higher. more forgiving. You are. But I, you're. 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 Like less of a noob to the Star Wars, so I'm like just I am so happy to be here. Yeah, I, I am a bit more. I'm a bit more critical. No. I, I try not to be like some big critic guy, but no, I wouldn't say it's like a bad thing. No, but um, you know what? Uh, we'll put this in the podcast. One of the things, because I'd love to hear some thoughts. If any listeners out there have some thoughts on this, one of the things John and I were kind of discussing a little bit. We haven't actually talked about this since we had that text conversation, but. Um, we'll see if we want to leave this in or not. Oh, the enjoyability rating. Yeah, yeah. We we're kind of talking about how like because uh, that's it does. I agree. I think we should because it factors in. Like I gave a lot of this poor scores, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I still liked the movie. I kind of like gave it a bit of grief, but I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I'd watch it again. We we're talking about adding an enjoyability. Yeah, scale like you you quickly Maybe, mentioned like that, but entertaining fa- uh, entertainment value. Yeah, like I don't know what you'd call it, but the problem is, so in rating, um, in the last episode, we did top five Tom Cruise movies, and personally, I didn't talk about this on the podcast, but what I did to help myself just kind of figure out what my favorite Tom Cruise movies are, is I went through and I rated them kind of with our system, like the six categories and stuff, and something I realized when I was rating some of these movies is like, some of these movies have a really high score, but I didn't overall enjoy them as much and stuff or there's other movies where they had a lower score but i still really enjoyed the movie Mm -hmm. it's like the characteristics of what makes a good movie it's not a whole lot here giving it a super high score but boy is it a fun watch kind of a deal Mm -hmm. sometimes you get that it's like i almost wanted another category that would kind of slip into the mix um, it just makes things a little yeah. messy because we've already reviewed so many things. So then do you want to go back and Yeah, it's redo? like, do we go back so and So then we add... just do an episode where we redo it. Yeah. Like, like we just like have a quick little falconet. Little falconet. mini episode. 
<laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So I listened to this other podcast, a Marvel rewatch podcast, and they do like little mini episodes and they call the Marvelettes. That's kind of oh, where okay. I that from. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? Like, do you think we should add another character query or should we just leave it? You're talking to me or the audience? I'm talking to you. I think we should. You think we should add the category of yeah. enjoyability? What do you listeners think? Do you Does it have bring you comments? joy? Yes. <laughs> the Marie Kondo factor. Yes. Yeah, we should just call it the Marie Kondo factor. Yes. Um, but yes, please, listeners, uh, let us know. Please. Hey, speaking of our listeners, mm-hmm. I just want to take a little bit of time in the outro here. Uh, we've had a few people give us some feedback. Uh, I've had somebody reach out to me. Josh has had some people reach out to him. We have some new followers on our Instagram. We've had some followers, some new listeners. So we just wanted to take a, a quick second and say we appreciate you guys listening. We're thankful for your feedback, yeah. and we really enjoy having you here. Um, this is just really fun for us. Like Josh and I mm-hmm. have talked about wanting to do a podcast. We've made attempts at doing podcasts for oh yeah a few years, yes. like different ideas. Some duds, some maybe would have been great, but this is where we landed. This is where we Mm -hmm. officially launched something, and we're – I think I can speak for both of us. We're having a a fun time. Mm -hmm. We're enjoying this doing a fun new project. So we just wanted to say thank you for being here and uh, having some grace as we're learning how to (laughs) do things the goodest way. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things with creative projects – is it's never going to happen unless you start. And so we just had to start this. Uh, we're still trying to figure out our format a little bit. You know how we stumble through all the intros and outros of every episode yes. and stuff. We're still figuring it out. Thank you for bearing with us as we figure out some of the, in the messy formatting beginnings. stuff. Yes, all the mess in between. Um, but yeah, if you have suggestions for things that we do on the podcast or segments. If you have episode like that, ideas. Sure. If you have things you'd like us to review. Yeah, you have something you'd like to see us talk about, let us know. Uh, you can message us on the Instagram. Yep. Uh, that's probably the only way, really, to, as to get a hold of as us. As of right now, you know it's just the, the Instagram, or if you know us personally. Yeah, if you know us personally, go ahead, shoot us a message. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, seriously, genuinely, I really appreciate uh, critical feedback and stuff. It's really good to just get some critiques from people. I don't like critiques. Send them all to Josh. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, for as someone who is a designer by trade, uh, like I'm a graphic designer and stuff, you get really used to getting mm-hmm. bad feedback or good feedback and different things like that. Like, which uh, is necessary. That's how you're gonna so necessary. Grow. You'll never grow unless you get good feedback. So, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you leave your podcast reviews. Tell us how send we can us get a better. message. So, thank you. That is Clone Wars the Animated Movie Review from the Millennial Falcon. If you... Oh, you know what? Before we end the podcast... Next episode that we are going to be reviewing will be the Clone Wars Season 3, Episode 1, called Clone Cadets. Yeah, so very likely we're... Like, we're still trying to figure out which episodes we're going to compile into single podcast episodes, but... You'll know by if the start of our next one. We can put them together. We don't want to like just yeah. jumble a bunch in one episode. Yeah, but we, we do want if they tie in, then we're gonna do them as a, like a twofer. Yeah. So if they like, you know, if they take place on the same planet or they take place with kind of the general same, same story line. arc kind of a thing, uh, we're gonna slap those ones together. I'm fairly certain for the next one, uh, we're gonna be discussing like John just said, season three, episode one, 
Clone Cadets, but also I'm pretty sure uh, season three, episode three, Supply Lines also kind of goes along with that one. Uh, so we'll probably get those two together. And uh, after that, it's season one, episodes oh. one through 15, 21. Oh, this year says 15, I think. Or maybe it's 15. Oh, it says uh, uh, episodes one to 15 and then episodes 17 to 21. So. Oh, right. We skipped 16 because we already watched that. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're basically just going to make our way through the rest of season one yeah. after, the, after this. So it gets a little less jumbled uh, from here on out. Uh, for the most part. So, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your day. May the Falcon be millennial. <laughs> no. 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 Okay, goodbye. Hard pass. <laughs>